This is the Milford Sound with Shaky and Asha. Hello and welcome to the Milford Sound. Um, this week's guest is the wonderful Ben Williams. Ben actually lives about 40 minutes down the road from me, so we do have regular Milford chats, but this one was uh, particularly particularly good um there's lots of good laughs in here um i think he and me and asha in tears laughing on numerous occasions um in a conversation that went uh, well into the in the evening um so yeah enjoy ben i'm sure you'll all have a good laugh as well but um yeah ben williams everyone welcome ben to the milford sound to the podcast cheers, 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 cheers boys. Always us. a pleasure always a pleasure take two a bit of a behind the scenes here we um did this a few weeks ago but we and Asha were only podcast virgins at the time, so we didn't really know what you we were doing, and it didn't work. So we're going to try and again. And not the seasoned pros we are now, ten episodes in. Absolutely, and it's <laughs> what it's, epi- it's uh, the first of April. We're recording it, so happy tunnel run. Hey. <laughs> I feel oh, like I should yeah. strip off in a minute, but we'll see how we get on. Have a couple Definitely. of years, and we'll see how we. If I was in front of a bay window with the curtains open, I just <laughs> do it like that. Yeah, but you had no problem running naked through a tunnel in front of nah. all your friends and family, really. Nah. I'm, I'm mostly strangers, mostly strangers. <laughs> just seeing, yeah. like, bare arses in front of you yeah. and, like, just, it's the funniest fucking thing, isn't it? It really is. It's always winter time over there, though, it? so it's like, I you know, can't see anything anyway, so there's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I think I did two of them in the end, two of the tunnel runs, but they were, like, yeah. just the fucking maddest experience because you do you start feeling like oh, I just like gotta keep my face down well, I don't want to be like just in fact people think I'm just staring at them and then like <laughs> two minutes two minutes on the bus and you're on the way up and like everything was everyone just forgets about it and there's absolutely nothing pervy about it and everyone's just like go yeah. go we're just having, having yeah. the fucking the crack I suppose <laughs> I remember the first one I did there we would like went up on the bus and you remember uh, Lichi used to work in the lodge Argentinian guy yeah oh yeah like, we were all standing up at the top of the tunnel and like took a look look over to Lichi and he was like swing low sweet chariot and you were like you would not stand next to me with that thing put it away Lichi <laughs> how could it be this big in the cold like you know no wonder Julia's so happy with you <laughs> oh that's the best shout out anyone's ever going to get on this podcast <laughs> yeah what a guy just even yeah. in the even in the like the depths of a Milford winter, you just poof, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we did it um, the first year I did it, and when you came out of the bottom, like you just ran over to your gear, right, my poncho, or whatever, just whipped it on. I was just standing there waiting for everyone else to finish, and it's oh, I can't remember who it was, but remember you like it was a pretty hard rule. Where it was like you can't like don't run with drink, like don't rub yeah. your. Just like yeah. do the run when you get to the bottom. If there's a drink, like you'll have a drink there, just pick it up. I think some it was definitely some woman. I can't remember where some chick had a, a bottle of wine in her hands and a glass in the other hand. She ran out. She ran oh, out, dropped the glass of wine, then kind of like so it like kind of threw her a bit. So she like looked back at it as she kept running, but then tripped. And like completely bailed, like fucking shins, knees, face first, smashed the wine bottle as well. And it was just like, it was hilarious because she completely bailed. But then it was like, <laughs> you have to like run up behind where the glass had smashed and like kind of tell, tell people to avoid the glass. I can't yeah, yeah. remember who it was. It's really yeah. annoying now. But that's just come back yeah. to me. That was, yeah, it was such a good laugh. Such a good laugh. Where yeah, we spoke yeah. to, 
spoke to Sowry about it. She was saying how like not everyone's partners were best pleased with their other halves doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few well, eggs. Think, the next day. It was all it was all like in good fun, though. It? it was never there's no other drive in it apart from just have a laugh, like it's just shit oh, and giggles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah just yeah. bottles of wine Funny, funny enough, we were watching TV here in UK in the other night with Jules and um like there's there's a scene there where Freddie Flint off stripped off and he ran into the sea with all these like naked old ladies. I was and I straight away went, oh fucking hell, a tunnel runs coming up this week, and then I turned on the Jules and I was like, I explained it, explained to my missus what the tunnel run was, and I was like, yeah, oh, would you, you know, if we were ever in New Zealand, eh? but up for that though, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be up for that. She's like, you up for it? I was like, yeah, what <laughs> I done it, like don't even worry. It's great, and she's like, yes. So uh, if we're ever in New Zealand again, now, we'll have to get a babysitter, but then we can do the tunnel run. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we left. If if we all go together. We'll bring a babysitter with us. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Bring bring yeah, a grandparent each and just leave them somewhere. Like, oh, we'll just need one. You don't even need yeah, to bring one each. You yeah. just need one because there's what three kid, four kids. Yeah, they'll be all right. Them Ruby can help out. They'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but um, how have you been? How have you been since since you left Milford? What is it? How many years has it been now? Uh God, I do. Keep getting like Facebook memories popping up, and the years just seem to tick by. I think it was two thousand winter two thousand, no sorry summer two thousand thirteen. I went there, yeah, two thousand thirteen. So it's been shit nine years, huh? That's Long bad. That's yeah. bad. Oh man, it's, it makes me sick saying it like that. Jesus Christ, nine years. Oh no, we didn't oh. want to bring you down so quickly. No, it's it's one man. It's like there's there's. There's few things that have happened in my life that I get reminded of every day, like, you know, I think there's always something that'll happen day to day, and I'll just think back to Milford all the time. It's just, yeah, the memories of our place just undoubtedly the best the best memories, like, you know, and they never go. And I think that's true with everyone who's ever left Milford. There'll always be some, at least once a week, minimum, where they'll go, fuck, we had to go there, man. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you start doing real life stuff over here, like, Houses yeah. and babies and marriages and stuff like that. Yeah. And even stuff like now, like I'm trying to keep my voice down not to wake up the baby and like the Mrs. Fez. So like, that's, that's why I'm talking all deep and low, just trying because I know I'll, after a couple of beers I'll get excited and I'll be loud and waking the old house up. I'm probably too loud now, but anyway. It happens. I'm in, I'm in the exact same boat, man. The exact I know, same boat. She's always told me, she's like, if you, if you have any noise now, you're going in the van for the rest of the night. I was like, wow. Quite a nice, quite a nice van, actually. Wouldn't mind. You just hook the, exactly, and you just hook your laptop up to your phone, and you got a little hot spot, yeah, yeah. and you can just keep going in the van. <laughs> yeah, I can still get the Wi-Fi from outside the front. Don't you? Don't and there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so for people who don't know, then you're um, you've got yourself a wee one since you left Milford. Young yeah, Willow. I got a I got a ten month old daughter now called Willow, and uh, yeah, she's she's like. All kinds of me craziness in a, in a little bundle, really. She's mental. <laughs> I literally she's picked beautiful. it up. From, yeah, she's class, man. I picked it up from nursery today, and the nursery was like, uh, the, the woman who gave, handed it back to me, she's like, oh, she's going to be an handful. She is. And I was like, oh, why was she done today? You know, she's like, oh, she just keeps throwing herself on the floor. Like, she's she's started learning to crawl, and she just started standing up. But when I like dress her in the morning, she'll stand up and she'll fall on purpose, and she thinks it's hilarious. Well, she's doing that, and like, on the hard floors of nursery. So she's like, oh, but she's it, she's it in her head. And it's like, 
but she's laughing, she's not crying. I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. And she's like, yeah, we, like, we can't even put it in the accident book. She's hit in her face so many times. And she's got all these little bruises all on her face, but she's just face planting the floor. But, like, absolutely in love with it at the same time, like, so... Jill's tank now has been looking at like we've got to get a helmet for her <laughs> so she can walk around because <laughs> she just wants to fucking smash her head into everything. That's the, uh, she's a funny kid, like so funny. That's brilliant. I wonder where yeah. she gets that kind of uh, adventurous uh, behavior. Yeah, I don't from. know. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she's yeah, she's exactly like me. She looks at me, she's loud, and she's just she's just bonkers. She's funny. It's great though. It's great seeing like a little bit of yourself in someone so small. Like you just see your personality yeah. growing already. It's like oh, fantastic. Yeah. Go large. Give it more. Go on. Give it more. It's the best, isn't it? It's the <laughs> yeah. best. Yeah. Because so like you said about ten months, so there's almost five months then between Jesse and, and Willow and uh, Freya. For those who don't know, me and Ben live about 40, 45 minutes away from each other. Yeah. Obviously, the pandemic has stopped us catching up as often as we would like. But um, yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be. It, absolutely hilarious the next time they see each other because the last time we saw each other we both had them like in carriers and yeah they're both going to be walking well Jesse's already walking but we'll be walking guaranteed they're just going to run into each other and headbutt each other first <laughs> <before, like. laughs> well if, if we Jesse be... Jesse acts like he does with Fred the dog he just like shoves him in the face when he wants him to get out of the way it's just like go away <laughs> like, haunted that the dog doesn't Turn around one day and just yeah. go, I'm fed up of you. Which is like, Bark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how my dog like films this. And I got a, a Rhodesian Ridgeback. He's like forty six kilos of dumbass, really. <laughs> but he's like, he's a big dog, but he's so scared of the baby. Like he, he just, she crawled towards him the other day, and he, and he got cornered. And I was like, oh, it's be interesting to see now how he reacts. Like there's, there's no growl, there's no like nastiness. He just jumped clean over her. <laughs> and just like <laughs> and just just ran out the back garden. So yeah, she's got no fear with him, and he's pretty good to talk. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> so um. So we go right back then, I guess. We we go back to the start of how you start ended up. Beginning, eh? How does a yeah? Do it. Anyway, oh sorry. Happy belated birthday to Asha. Cheers. Oh to yeah. You. Oh, cheers, mate. That's a good shout, actually. Happy mm. birthday, Asha, from all of the cheers, Milford cheers. Sound podcast. <laughs> That's yeah. me and Ben. <laughs> I was reading, <laughs> reading all your birthday messages. And I was like, oh, you got some, got some good love there, mate. All, all the boys. Like, oh, it was brilliant. Looking, yeah, it was such a good, good. weekend, and yeah. Quite up with a, a lot of good friends, yeah. some of the family. That's when you know you have. I wish it wasn't so early here now. I'd cheers you with a, with a proper drink yeah. instead of my cup of tea. But no, cheers, fellas. You, you don't even say like, "Oh, it's such a good day." Like it's such a good weekend, and then like <laughs> hoping through your time, like it was such a good week. It's <laughs> like, a good month. <laughs> yeah. uh, Asha, can you um, turn your mic up on Zoom just a tad? How's that? Yeah, that's a bit better. Yeah. Boom! I can go higher. That's just on my yeah. Got okay. a wee knob. Yeah, maybe go up a little bit more with your wee knob. Really? Hello, hello, knob test, knob test. This is podcast gold. Turn your wee knob <laughs> up. <laughs> in and out. In and On out. the day of the tunnel run, no less. Testing my wee knob. Exactly. Yeah. But um, what did you get up to for your birthday then, before we dive into Ben's Oh, uh, man, Ben's so um, me, me and my folks and my sibling Max flew up to Wellington. Um, it was Cuba Looper up there, so the big street festival, just bands everywhere. Parties in the streets all weekend. Stayed with some friends. Uh, it was it was the first time I've been back to Wellington in about three years since I used to live there. So three years. Just, wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been very very slack on that since I've been back in New Zealand. So it was it was just amazing catching up with so many people. Saw some good bands. Saw some friends play. 
drank a lot of beers. And then Monday was the was my birthday. So after a full weekend of of crazy party times, <laughs> it was just <laughs> more. No, we went out for brunch. I went yeah. to the sauna and just yeah, it was a fairly chill day. And then Sweating yesterday I slept. Yesterday was the catch up day. <laughs> That's great, yes, man. Well, congrats again. Congrats. Sounds like a good session. Oh, yeah, couldn't beat it. Honestly, couldn't beat it. We're not jealous man. of that over here in Wales yeah. at all. <laughs> you I am conscious of that anytime I'm, I'm like things. sharing, sharing photos and stuff of things like that going on. But the next from what I've have, heard, when we're all able to join you, that'll be a better one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The yeah, only way to my, top the company from last weekend. My birthday in August. You're going to fly over to Russia and spend two weeks in quarantine for you. So I'll be like, no problem. Right. If I've got my um. <laughs> I've got my microchip jab. Are we in? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We get on to Bill Gates. He's definitely going to be a listener of this. And we'll uh, get him to hook you up with a jab (laughs) nice and early. Yep. Billy Boy, hook me up with that internal 5G so I can fly. Might as well try and get a laptop out of him as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Ben, yeah, how does does a young lad from South Wales end up in Milford Sound? Uh, I don't know, man. Just like... I think I just made the right decisions to get there. I remember I went, I was in Australia originally, going way back now. Uh, flew over to New Zealand just for the Rugby World Cup before I flew home. Uh, and then just like completely got overwhelmed by New Zealand. I was like, nah, I'm staying here, man. If they're going to give me a 23-month visa straight up, why not? Then? And then, uh, yeah, I was working in Christchurch for a while. I'm doing some carpentry work there after the earthquake. And my agency officer... Um, Said, oh, we're looking for a group of boys to go down Milford Sound to build a new wharf. And uh, I went to take the job. So I said yes. And then my girlfriend at the time said no. So it kind of like swayed my decision to stay in Christchurch. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. I really, and I didn't even know Milford existed until I heard about it. And then through that job. So I checked it out, looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, no. Even just like the, the sort of Welsh history that was there. It was like, I felt like something I had to go and check out. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, got in. Probably it's probably about a year later. Got in Queenstown. I was working there in Nomads, uh, doing the entertainments and the bar crawls and that. And then uh, seen a job pop up in the lakes for a photographer down in um, in Milford Sound. So I applied for the job and then uh, yeah, got the job and then went down there in his class. And like you know, you know what it's like when you're in Queenstown. You're trying to apply for so many jobs and you're like, I was so sick of doing formal CVs. So for my application form for Milford, I wrote. Uh, um, yeah, blah, 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 got these qualifications. Uh, no, I actually said, I was sitting on the toilet looking for a new job and I seen your photography advert and I thought, snap. And I wrote in brackets, photography-related joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd absolutely given up looking for jobs, like, you know. And then I sent, I just sent it in as a bit of a whim because I thought, fucking hell, man. Like, you know, the formal isn't working, trying to be a bit funny in it about it. And then, uh, yeah, in about a week, I had a phone call from uh, Veronica Lane, and she uh, gave me an interview over the phone and then invited me down for a trial. And, yeah, didn't turn back. It's class. That's class. That's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, it's mad that you'd never heard of you. It was until that time you was when you found out about Milford Sound, and that guy mentioned it to you. Yeah. Christchurch was kind of like, um, obviously, I went there for the World Cup and did, did a bit of stuff in the World Cup, and then... Um, I think the, I can't remember when the, when the earthquake was. So it was February 2011, yeah. And the World Cup um, was, a bit later, was a bit later on in the year. So I think I came to New Zealand first of all, 
um, to try and sort of visa out for Australia, uh, then that earthquake happened. Ended up staying for a bit longer, then went back to Australia to work some money. And then I was due to go home and thought, oh, I'll catch the World Cup. And then I went over and then I saw a bit more in New Zealand then. So I was like, already established a base in Christchurch. So I went back to the Christchurch cafe and then um, yeah, stayed there. And I just uh, got really lucky. I stayed with like a Snow One family. They hooked me up for like nine months, didn't charge me day's rent. I just like did loads of carpentry work on the house of the lady because um, she had some damage to the earthquake. like. And uh, yeah, she just looked after me, and I I still in contact there. I go see her every every time I go back to New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, That's the family you were staying with, wasn't it? Before we went down for the uh, the infamous wedding. Yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah, I went went to stay with them before we went down for Shaky's wedding. So every time I'm there, I go and see them, like because it was just uh, I just never never felt so much like hospitality and like generosity and love from a complete stranger. Like you know, they just. The, the woman didn't know who I was, and I I was friendly with her daughter in Australia, and my girlfriend was friends with her in Australia at the time. And, um, yeah, she was she was like, I was going out to New Zealand by myself, and she's like, oh, don't stress, man. My my mum will pick you up from the airport. Like, she, her mother picked me up from the airport, like, two in the morning, didn't have a clue who I was. And uh, chucked me in the back of the car, had a bed made up for me when I got home, and just let me sleep in, maybe breakfast the next day. And, yeah, just nine months later, I was still living there. Lovely. That's brilliant. Well, there's a, a good story for all uh, Kiwi hospitality right there. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be there. So I the... hospitality as well, by the sounds of it. Probably more yeah. so than Kiwi, even. Yeah, well, I, that's true. I got there. She, uh, the woman was Kiwi. The father was uh, Samoan. And I got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got there like a, a week before the earthquake in Christchurch happened. And then I was still staying with her for a week. So I booked into the into the, one of the backpackers, base backpackers in Christchurch, yeah. and then like I went there in the week, booked in for the following Monday, and then on the Sunday night she was like, oh, "Do you know what? Just stay here for a bit longer if you want to, mate." Like my girlfriend was due to come out in a month's time. She's like, "You might as well stay here for a month, like get your feet and everything, save wasting money on the backpackers, and then when your girlfriend gets here, stay here for a bit longer. You can suss her where you want to go." And then um, I was like, "Oh yeah, cheers for that." And then on the Tuesday, the uh, earthquake happened, and that backpackers like was no more. It just absolutely just collapsed, like you know. So Jesus. Yeah, she uh, she probably like saved my skin there, like without even knowing it, like. So I was just just always felt like indebted to her. So just um, just did whatever I could for her then. And yeah, even when I go back now, I'll just I'll clean the gutters or I'll take a dog's walk or babysit the kids or something just for just to give it a bit of a ease, like you know when I'm when I'm there. Yeah, just. Um, Mama Manu, that's what I call her. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's a great connection to have, man. Yeah, it's great. I I had a similar, um, you know, like it, it almost makes it makes it a home away from home, doesn't it? Especially like you're yeah. you're traveling and you're 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 on your own as you were and stuff, and have people to like help you out when you're struggling and stuff. It's pretty amazing. I mean, I mentioned yeah. it in the podcast me and Asha did a couple uh, that family in in Hamilton that looked after me for work. It was more than anything mm. else but like one guy gave me a weekend job and I didn't have one in the pub and then when it was only like he only had enough shift or enough shifts for like a Saturday and a Friday night and then he saw yeah. his dad his dad gave me a job in his his um processing factory his meat processing factory during the week so like without the two of them I would have been screwed like and yeah they were they were great yeah. they were and it is it it does it does make you uh 
does make you appreciate it, doesn't it? It's, it's fucking great. Yes, she like couldn't believe like a network of friends she had within the community because she like done so much for the community and stuff. And first week I was there, she took me into a Kiwi bank, got me set up with a bank account when I didn't have the valid visa to be opening a bank account. Took me into the <laughs> into the GPs, got me signed up to, to the GPs. So I knew my like medical care was covered at the time I was there. She was like, just gave me the keys for a truck. She's like, go for a spin around Christchurch in the day, you know, working like. And then I was, she had, a, she really loved birds. So I, was, I spent a lot of time building like bird areas in her back garden so she could like house more birds. And every day she'd come home with like a six pack and a pack of fags for me. Just go, here we are. Cheers, cheers for today. And just like, <laughs> what a just, deal. How oh, good. Yeah. And I just, no, I, she even put me up in a granny flat in the back garden. She's like, she's like, oh, we've got a granny flat. This has not been used. Do you want to jump in there? Like, so I did out the granny flat a little bit, did a bit of work on it, like, and just spent time just doing stuff for it, you know, just like painting the roof, looking, painting the walls, doing new fencing, doing the garden, just keeping on top of it. And uh, yeah, I remember the 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 father, Wayne, was working away in the army at the time, and then she was like, kept t- telling him about me when he was away, and he's like, oh, he's really looking forward to meeting you. And I was like, oh, shit, like, quite intimidating when you're in someone else's house and like the sort of bloke isn't there you know and I knew he was a big guy like and um <laughs> like yeah he came home and he I was I was actually sat in his chair opposite the couch watching the tv like all the kids had something on the tv and he came home so I went to the door and he just gave me a big hug and he's like choose looking after my girls sit back down where you were and uh you was the remote control put on the rugby channel and we sat down and just watched uh, some college rugby and that's a few beers like yeah, it's great that's amazing that's perfect. Yeah, so when your when your missus came over, you just stayed there in the granny flat then. Yeah, I stayed there for a bit longer. Um, and just yeah, she she did like the sort of the school runs and stuff, and make sure the kids all had pack lunches and we pick them up from school and everything. And I was just doing like maintenance on the house then. And um, yeah, we just I don't know, just like really fell into a family environment and just got absolutely absorbed. With it, you know, just didn't want to. Thought this is this is great, like you know, and it took it took us a while to like cause obviously we didn't have the the correct work visas and everything at the time we were only tourists and there was like issues with visas and yada yada. So, but when we did have the visas to work in, um, kind of felt like oh, you know, felt like indebted to stay. But she like never made it awkward for us. She was like, oh, you're young, don't stick around here now. You got your visas. Fuck off to Queenstown. That's where all the fun is. Like, we'll have a laugh. If take the truck if you want. Just bring it back in a few months' time. You know, once you buy your car and stuff. And Amazing. Just couldn't give us enough. Wow. Like, you know. Ah, oh, I hope yeah. Camry's been good to her, man. That's an, oh. that's outstanding. Yeah, it yeah, should be. Like, like, yeah, she's great. Great woman. That's and great. Like, well, we I hope you share this with her, man, so she gets to hear because yeah, this is this is definitely yeah. the praise she needs to get, man. That's outstanding. No, she's good. And like. My my dad came out to visit me in New Zealand. He did a road trip, and we stayed with her. And she put she like let my dad pack up his camper van in the back garden. And then when me and Jules came out to New Zealand last, no, was it? Yeah, last January, um, brought Ruby's on my stepdaughter, and like we stayed there for for a few days. And she put us all up. So she's like, I know she's always like always on the phone, like, oh, send me more pictures of Willow. I want to see Willow, like you know, so I can show show Wayne and the girls and stuff. And it's weird because like when I was there, her kids were like eight years old, like you know, and like it's obviously gone like nine years later now, and they're like yeah. nearly adults themselves, and they're, they're some old ones. They're like like you know, six inches taller than I. I don't know, like no, <laughs> they were like down here. It's just funny, yeah. Good kids. We need to start a, 
a GoFundMe page to get them over to to Clenetly. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, Milford Sound listeners will definitely uh, help out with that. Mm. That's no, that's great, man. And yeah, if you are listening, I just the massive thanks from everyone at Milford Sound for for uh, being yeah. being on the path for Ben to to make it down to us and oh, enter okay. all our lives because it's been mad since. <laughs> I got got like. Goose, like no shit now. I got like goosebumps just talking about her now. Like I feel really like sort of emotional about it. She's uh didn't read didn't realize at the time what she was doing for us, like no. Yeah. Mm. She's putting everything out for us, like. Yeah, what a what a woman. Good on her. Fucking hey. No, that's great, man. That is that, yeah, you need you need the help, don't you, when you get there first and it sounds like yeah. she's she's well went well beyond what you'd expect from anyone. Like so oh, that's, definitely, definitely. that's great, man. Yeah. That's great. So then you 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 left there then, as you said, because you had the visas, you had to move on, and then that's when you headed to Queenstown. When to Queenstown, did the standard Queenstown there. You just get upside down, inside out for the first few weeks you're there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no like, there's no pretending that I was like spiritually enlightened by Queenstown. You literally got there and I thought, shit, this place is too much fun. Just get involved, like you know. So, and then you know, just it's it's only until you get about four or five months in, you realize your bank account and your health are just dwindling fast. Jesus, and, uh, that long. No. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you kind of like assess it, right? It's time to move on. Now. I think everybody who's been to Queenstown and who's had a spell in Queenstown will will always know when their time was up in Queenstown because you mm. you can't do it indefinitely. It's just it's not you your body can't do it. You just can't do it, like. Even people who still work in Queenstown, they can't live in Queenstown anymore. They have to live in Frankton or in like uh, Calvin Heights or something, you know, just to get out there for yeah. for the yeah. for the carnage. But, oh, they do so it. We, they, they do a break, don't they? They take a season or two somewhere else just to be charged yeah. and can go back. Yeah, to dry yeah. up for for six months yeah. or so. <laughs> There's been a few uh, few Milford people who come into Milford from there. Claire springs to mind. Yeah. Uh, Claire, Claire White, isn't it? Yeah, she she came in yeah. and she, she's back there, isn't she? She's living in Queenstown. Yeah, she's still there. Um, she's doing some hotel, like supervising work now. I think. Nice, nice. Mm. But, um, yeah, I remember like did my bit in Queenstown, went to Milford for the summer, and then the magic memories like offer me either to stay the Mil- the winter in Milford or to go back to Queenstown and work the ski fields. And I was like, oh, I love my snowboarding. If I can work up there, I can just dodge work and just go snowboarding all the time, like you know. <laughs> and then, oh, and I did have a girlfriend in Queensland at the time. That probably should have been more of an influence, but it wasn't. <laughs> 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 it was just because I wanted to, just because I wanted to snowboard with Mark and Louis. <laughs> 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 We can edit yeah. that out. We can edit that. Don't edit it out, Asha. Don't edit Dash, it out. Don't <laughs> I, I wonder why. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, I think I was back in Queenstown for like, you know, a, a month. And I was like, oh, God, get me back to Milford. Because this isn't, this is like the only thing that I went to do to Milford. If, if Milford, I just, I like a sort of, uh, <laughs> like a, a ski range you could, you could use like <laughs> oh God, I, th- I think I still be there now <laughs> that's um, I think that's a business opportunity there we need to start doing like you just oh, ski off and down by the peak yeah just that's set it. an avalanche left right and centre like <laughs> but, uh, no, it, was, it was great man like I, 
Magic Memories, oh, it wasn't a job. It was just, it was just a, a way to get into Milford, really, and a way to get a visa because they were sponsoring me. But I remember we, we got, like, a winter season when I went back after the first season in Milford. Like, all my mates from Milford came back to Queenstown as well, so, like, Mark, Louis, and I got a job as a supervisor for Magic Memories, which slowly turned into, like, uh, a manager job up remarks and then this new guy had a manager job up in coronet and coronet was the money maker and remarks because it was like a local ski resort was just like just hit the target to keep us open which was like 800 dollars a day and once you've done that we don't care and i was like oh fantastic so i was like right come on in boys let's just smash them on and out of the ski lessons i would take loads of pictures of kids doing their first lessons everything sell 800 dollars worth by like 11 o'clock and then we can just close shop and just fuck off skiing for the rest of the day after <laughs> 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 then like in all my and then in every daily report then i'll be like yeah you know really busy in the morning then uh you know sales kind of dropped in the afternoon and uh blah blah blah, blah, blah. or sometimes we'd like hold some money back and then put fake sales through that came in in the afternoon just <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like no one would be on our back, and we just just had free reign in the place. Like, no, it was like, I remember Louis going, oh, should we go and take pictures of um, snowboarders up on the on the jumps?" Just because we were practicing our jumps, and I was like, "Yeah, might as well." And like, we do our jumps, and then take a few pictures, and then come back up, and then you know, we'd like all the boys who were snowboarding would come down, and like, "Oh, can we buy those pictures?" And like, yeah, you can buy poster yourself for a tenner. So they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So like, you know, we'd knock out maybe ten pictures, like. Hundred buck coming in at like five o'clock at the end of the day, and like oh really good market now. It's better well done. Like you know thinking outside the box and going. Yeah, it was nothing but to do with it. I was just just wanted to get up on the slopes. <laughs> just happened to have the camera with you, so you might as well use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, brilliant. That's great. But, uh, man. Anyway, that, that's not Milford anyway. That's that's more like Queenstown based. Ah, sorry, um, man. It's it's good. It's <laughs> all related, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So um. We go back again, just a tad, because um, we've asked a few people how they, like, when you when you got in, when did you realise that, like, what was it that made it special? When did you realise it was a bit of a special place? Like, like oh, uh, did you, you, you must have done, like, a night in as well for a, for an interview. Yeah, so I, I got past the phone interview, and then um, V asked me to come down for a, a trial like a two-day overnight sort of trial like you know mm. so i was like oh definitely and then uh yeah i went down for the trial and um first day it was just like you know they didn't expect me to do much things didn't, didn't want me to take any pictures it was just all about like how can you talk to customers and blah blah, blah. and it's like yeah that was awkward but i like later came to realize that that wasn't the test the test wasn't how good you could do your job is how well you could like get involved with everyone in milford and the night I did my trial was Samisi's birthday, and there was a big bomber fire down the beach. So I was like, "Ah, oh, right, it's, it's got a, it's, it's okay, it's, it's a shindig, and it? it's, 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 to be honest, it's happening. Everyone's having a few beers tonight. Time to step up, like, you know. So, and I, um, I took like a little joint to me down to Milford because I wanted to just like such a nice place. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a smoke on down, you know, now. So, and I turned to, to V on the night to my manager, and I was like, "Oh, listen, V." Um, I don't know how this is going to affect my job or not, like, um, but I've always, since I've been here and I've seen Milford, I just wanted to have a spliff, like, Milford, just to, like, take it all in, so at the bottom for her, I'm going to spark one up, and uh, she turned around and went, keep it in your pocket, we can smoke mine. I was like, fucking yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> I was like, brilliant. 
I can't, we're in, we're chatting to Veen in a couple of nights, so I'm going to see her yeah. side of that story. Oh. <laughs> he kept stealing my weed. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, you know, it was like, there was, you know, you go through, you go through like traveling and stuff. And you see so many people your age who've got like, all right, they might have a supervisor role, like got a manager role. They're all just fucking jobs worse. And you're thinking, we're all in the same boat here. Like, we're just making money to make our lives a bit easier. Like, we're not, none of this isn't a career path for any one of us. And V was like the first person who I kind of felt acknowledged the same thing. She was doing well in Magic Memories. Don't get me wrong. She was, she was, you know, she was bringing in what needed to be brought in from the bosses. But at the same time, she's like, you know, this is, this is work. And if you're good in work, whatever you do outside of work, even though you're around me, as long as you turn up for work, you could just crack on and do what you want to do, like you know. And we were just yeah. everyone was just in that same boat, you know. It was, that's what's great about it. There's no there's no job seekers or fucking you know, just people trying to look look the asses of the big man because there was no big man there. The only person you had to answer to was some dickhead on an email once a day, like so that was it. Now it's important uh, that it was important. She, you're right with V with that. It was very important because like you living around each other, you know, living in yeah. the same same flats, you're going to the, the one and only pub, the same pub, so you do see each other outside of work all the time, so you have yeah. to like switch off, like you have to switch off yeah. the manager thing, unless you're being an absolute dickhead, which nobody was for 99.9% yeah. of the time there, so once they, like yeah, as long as you're behaving yourself and you show up, as you said, the next day and you're still flogging photos, then yeah, yeah well, what you do in your own time is... Up to you. Was, she was involved I mean, as anyone else. Yeah, it was class, and because uh, V V was managing for a while, and she kind of left, sort of like just at the start, not the start of the season, but within a few weeks of me getting there, she moved on to another site. So um, Big Haley took over the site, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, like another great character as well. Like such good fun working with her. But me and Mark and he were just pests when we were just like constantly just uh, <laughs> just 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 pesting her, like you know, just being pains in the asses all the time. I think I heard a story about Ian. I don't know if this is the right story, but it was definitely some not the person before me, but maybe the person before that. Is when they were filming Lord of the Rings and um Sir Ian McKellar was on one of the boats. And one of the Magic Memories boys at the time caught wind that he was on one of the boats. I was like, oh, I've got to meet Sir McKellar. And then, like, came off the boat, couldn't find him, like, coming off the Sovereign or whatever boat he's on. I was like, shit, if he's not on the boat, he's got to be in the terminal, running the terminal. No one in the terminal. I was like, fuck, if he's not on the terminal, he's got to be in the toilets. Went in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> went, went in the toilets. And, uh, you know, they're like... The men's toilets are just two great walls of you and us, isn't it? Yeah. And apparently there was like only Ian McKellen and 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 this other guy from Magic Memories was in there. And this guy went up and peed next to Sir Ian McKellen and they went, All right, Gandalf, nice wand. Apparently Ian McKellen turned around like Leaned over, took a long like stare at his pits, and went, "Hi, you too." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's legend or not, like, but I heard that. I thought, "Fucking what a hero of a man!" <laughs> like, oh, I mean, it sounds I, from, like total bullshit, but I believe it. <laughs> yeah. It does sound like bullshit, but if 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 like from any interviews you've seen with him, you, you can imagine he would do that. The stuff he does with Patrick Stewart, you could imagine yeah. he would fucking do that as well. Oh, sure. <laughs> that's I, I met him in the car park. Um, 
you know, the, the main front car park overlooking the fjord and everything down there. And I always regret I didn't get a photo. Because how, how yeah. good would it be to have a photo with Gandalf in Milford Sound? Like, oh, no. Never get I'd, that chance again. Not even a short photo, just a video of him shouting, you shall not pass or something like that. You try to not pass him or something like that. I'm trying to go to work, Sir Ian. I'm trying to go to work. And and you'd you'd have to call him Sir Ian. There's no other way to call him. He's not even here. He's not even here and I said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) I I met, the one I met was um, when they were doing The Hobbit. I met because they were filming uh, just outside of Tiana, weren't they? Yeah. I think they filmed those scenes with... um, that bear man can't remember his name Bjorn is it or Bjorn Bjorn yeah yeah but oh um, God, it's like a bear pig man thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it sorry yeah the, the, the hobbit's version of man bear pig yeah, yeah that's it mom bear pig we did some of the dwarves came into the cafe what was his name man Nesbit, John Nesbit, Northern Irish. Oh uh, yeah, Irish fellow. Yeah. yeah, and um, what was the guy's name? McTavish or something like that. Gray McTavish. There was a few of them in, and I met some of them. But yeah, Gandalf would have been pretty yeah. fucking sweet. Pretty sweet. Anyway, going back, <laughs> going back to <laughs> the, the, the guy, the guy whose job I got when Haley took over. I remember she was told me and Mark because me and Mark were quite like. Uh, we didn't like put a foot on the line the first few weeks we were there, you know, because we we're like, oh shit, we're really doing this job. Like, <laughs> that didn't last. <laughs> no, I know. Well, we got we got steam in one night, you know, and I remember drinking with Mark, and he came to like one in the morning, and I was like, oh fucking hell, I gotta go to bed, man, and be rough as toast in the morning. And Mark was like, yeah, but if you go to bed now, you're gonna be rough in the morning. If we drink till about four and then go to bed, you'll just be pissed in the morning, so you know you won't feel as bad. And I was like. That's perfect logic. Why, yeah, why have I never heard of that before? Like, no? So we did. We just, we just carried, we just carried on drinking, and then we turned up to work the next day, and Haley could blatantly tell we were still pissed, and she was like, "You boys, you taking piss?" Like, well, we told you. And we were like, "Oh, we'll be right. No, we'll be right." And she sent us both out and like, just like, you know, them some morning cruises are worse than others, and some boats are worse than others, and sent us on the worst two things that we could have gone on. And we absolutely smashed it. <laughs> we came back <laughs> with the best sales record that's ever happened. Like, I think that day we made like four grand in sales or something. Something ridiculous, the guy, you know? And we're selling $30 photo albums just because we were so pissed. We were just hackling people all day, like, you know, and buying pictures. And then we kind of sobered up probably around the one o'clock mark in the afternoon. And anyway, like, Hayley took us, took us to one side at the end of the day because she didn't want, like, the rest of this afternoon. She's like... Yeah, okay, done well today, but don't let your fucking, you know, don't get, let your heads get too big now. Wind your necks in, just fluked it. And we were like, yeah, yeah, sorry, no, yeah, no, we, no, we had a few beers, but that was good fun. And then it's probably about maybe two, three weeks later, we just got on it again. And then the same thing happened, it was like one in the morning. I was like, oh, man, I gotta go to bed. And Mark's like, ah. nah, it worked last time. It'll definitely work again. In fact, <laughs> we should probably stay up later. I think we we stayed up in the kitchen till it was six in the morning. The sun was coming up, and uh, we were like, "Fucking hell, we've got to be at work at eight o'clock, mate." So we went into work, <laughs> barely slept, and uh, we broke the record. We sold six and a half grand of the four thousand that day. And and just like and you know when you just get happy customers, they were just so like 
they just thought it was so funny because we both smashed like and we were like Haley, come on let us work together three you know we both smashed just put us on a boat put us on the sovereigns the best seller one of us will like go around the boat chatting everybody the other one will just like you know do this and that and uh yeah we nailed it and then we came home came back from the day that day and we just like chucked all of saw cash in it just chucked like grams of cash on the table for Haley to count up because her commission was going to go through the roof for what we just done and she was like yeah um I need another chat with you boys. And I always said, no, like, don't drink now, don't take the piss or anything like that. But if this is how you sell when you're pissed, you drink every night if you want to. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the green light then. And that's when, that's when like, the dynamic duo of, of me and Mark just got started and just getting, like, loose all the time. Like, and just there's no consequences. Just getting drunk and sending pictures. Did you guys, <laughs> did you guys meet in Milford or had you known each other in? Queenstown. No, we we met in Milford. So again, on my on my my thing was my trial day. I was my my first day in Milford. I got there. Mark had already got the job. Uh, Demo had already got a job on the Mariner. I think he was on at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I dropped up and I like I like sat on the porch. And Mark's like, yeah, yeah I got the job here. And he's like, yeah, like small talk amongst everyone. And I was like. Uh, I was like, right, right, Ben, come on, you gotta, gotta make the make an impression here. So I just like pulled a joint down my pocket and was like, "Any of you boys smoke?" And they both went, "Ah, oh, fucking yes, finally!" Like we waited for some to do something. So I three got a, a joint on the porch end, and he was like, "Ah, sound Ben's for life." <laughs> and good wrong. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, I, I, you would have sworn you guys knew each other for years. Yeah, just, yeah. just clicked, man, and and like me and Mark for the for his like. You know, it's, it's quite stressful work in the middle for sometimes. It's like, especially Magic Memories, just running around the place all the time. Just two boys who just never took the job seriously. We'd done a good job, but we didn't let it break us, didn't let us like take over us. It was all about just being in Milford and having a good time. And we, we've never argued, never, never as good mates we were. We lived with each other, we worked with each other. We only had three days apart every two weeks when he was going, when one of us was on days off. We never fell out. It was just like, yeah, just like good, good mate to have, like, you know. So, yeah, it's mad. It's, it's still mad that you and Mark only met, like, on your first day or whatever. But then, um, so, like, you had that first night was with V and the, yeah. and the, and the spliff, meeting Mark, having a spliff. <laughs> with Mark, it melts happened on your first day that may or may not have involved a spliff. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my first day, actual like legit first day when I came in to Milford, um, called the bus in Queenstown and uh Paul was outside the bus stop. Oh, big Paul. Up, Paul. <laughs> and he was he was fucking rough and he was so hanging from the night before like <laughs> and like I was he's like, Oh hey man, you going down to Milford? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I go down to Milford, just got a job down there. And he's like, Oh cool, yeah, oh awesome. I thought, oh here we go now, this is my way in now, now. I'll have a chat with Paul and you know I'm Get, get to know someone before I get there and just you know, I got four hours now to befriend this guy and he literally just fell asleep as soon as the engine turned on and he didn't wake up until <laughs> Milford <laughs> like, that's a skill <laughs> I don't know but like, like it's like a six hour bus to get into Milford isn't it although it's only a four hour drive among the stops they do and they stop for all the waterfalls and everything I was in my element on the way down there I was in the front like took up like like the front seat because I was like right I want to see everything when I like, and the bus driver was like, oh, are you, um, 
ask you working here? I was like, yeah, I'm going to be working here. He's like, well, can you just sit at the back end so all the paying tourists can see the views and stuff? I was like, yeah, that's a bit harsh, mate. I'm like, money, just keen, that's all. Like, <laughs> First day. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, stop the chasm and everything. And like, when I see the key years, and I was like, like proper like Japanese tourists, my camera, just thinking, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. So I can't believe this fucking huge guy is just sleeping on the bus and doesn't give a shit. Like, and then everybody knows then, once you've had a skin full only days off, the last thing you want to do is be on a tourist bus coming oh. back in the Milford since the longest day of your life. It's and, the you do it, and you do it every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But God, how good are the flights if you can wrangle one of those? Oh, oh. Man, the jokes. The jokes. I've got a flight story, but I'll tell you after this this one. Now. But uh, yeah, we... So yeah, I got off the bus and Paul was like, gave me like a, a very sort of like a rush tour. This is Southern Discoveries. That's the kitchen. That's the gaff. Your boss will be in there. If she's not, <laughs> you know, wait till she finishes work. So, <laughs> <laughs> but go find a bed and make yourself at home. And then, uh, yeah, it was actually, I don't know if you remember Asha, but it was you on my first day. Who, um, I do remember. Yeah, I came, I came out of my, of my newly founded accommodation, which was like obviously the best accommodation in Milford. <laughs> For all those who didn't know what Magic Memories house looked like, it was like a working crack then. <laughs> Except there was no crack. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know what a working crack then looks like. They look like magic milf, magic memories guy. <laughs> yeah. But with more crack. <laughs> with more crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, I remember it was, it was me, uh Paul popped up as well, uh and Asha. Yeah. It's like, oh I'm gonna go for a mission up the top of Bowen Falls. And I was like And uh oh, yeah, Caitlin was with us as well. Yeah, yeah, Caitlin came as well. It was her days off, so I was like, Oh yeah, I'm I'm keen, like just was, this is my this is my win to get to like to know the crowd and go for a bit of a mission. And uh, you're going like, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's nice, nice walk. It's just it's a bit steep for some places, but right, well, fuck me. I think about half hour into that, I, I was blowing out of my asshole. <laughs> I only just had six months of alcohol abuse in Queenstown with no fitness whatsoever. Like the only hill I walked up was Hallenstein Street. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you get into Milford where it's just sheer. Like I was like, fuck, man, I don't know if I can act this. And then. Yeah, again to the top then and then like the pool at the top and he's like, Right, we're all gonna jump in here. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm keen. Come on in. Just took the vest off, yeah. I love love water, me, love water. Not one person said it was glacial water. Absolutely jumped in and as soon as I got in there, I my balls went straight up inside me. I just wanted to jump <laughs> back out to this fucking freezing. <laughs> I can't remember who said it. It was like, Oh let's someone said like, Oh, let's uh I'll set the camera it's probably you actually it was like someone like I'll set I'll set the camera up by you. We all jump in and swim over to that rock, and then we love a photo on the rock with the timer going off. Or something. And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck off! Got to jump back in again." I'm joking. <laughs> like it's freezing, freezing uh, I remember really. taking that photo because I only had about a four second timer or something. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. Push the shutter and then jump to the rock. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like for me though, that was like a real. Apart from like Samisi's birthday, where I met everyone drunk, like I, you know, people are always friendly when they're drunk. They, they were like the sort of first sober lot that I actually sort of integrated with in Milford. And uh, yeah, again, just, just felt like I'd come straight out of Christchurch where the family looked after me, in, straight into another family where it was like, you know, you know, you're just surrounded by full of good people, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
yeah, like I got that picture, man, and that I keep that picture pops up every now and again. I think, fuck, man, that was such a good mm. day, like you know, because it's such like a integral part of Milford. I don't think, like, obviously, I know, like, everyone in Milford is is a good person and a good character, and but you no, know, you three on that day were exactly the three people I needed just to just to get me involved, like, because because when we came back, everyone was like, oh shit, he's like. Your first day in Milford, you've already done Bowen Falls. I've been here for a year. I've never been to the top of there. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to go again. I'll, I'll lead the way. Like, you know, I know where I'm going. I'm like, you know, it just, just gave me something to add to, to like, the community. And, mm. um, yeah, it was just it's magic, man. And then especially when we went down to the top of Bowen, I was just looking at it from the top. And I was like, you're fucking shit me. Like, is this a real view? Or someone just, like, put an oil canvas in front of me? Like, you know, it's just... You know, like, there's some things your eyes just can't conceive as reality. And... That first view when we came up from the bush to the top of Bowen Falls, I was like, "Wow, I'm so small in this world. This place is ridiculously huge and massive and lush." Yeah, it's amazing. It's, uh, right? Yeah, is is did, like did you ever get up Mother Peak for a little mesh? Nah, man, that's my one biggest regret in Milford. I done. Huh. I've been up Cascades, like camped up there for the night. And oh, then, beautiful! I missed that one and always regretted it. Yeah, no, but Mike the Peak was it was always that, that thing like, you know, you you book a few days off and then it was like, Okay, the weather's gonna be bad this weekend. So you you wait another two weeks and you'd wanna book a few days off again, but then oh it's someone's birthday, so you have a session at the pub. Yeah. And you wanna and you book the next week off, but you can't because Roscoe's got like a double morning glory, so you can't get a boat out to the bottom. And then you wanna go again and then it you know, it was just something all the time was just like eating away at it. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, There's I, a few things that have to align perfectly. Yeah. yeah, some things have to align, and like probably my my attitude didn't align with it either. Because if, <laughs> if there was if there was an opportunity to get on to have a session with everybody, I was going to take the session every time. Like, no. Oh, look, but, you can uh, do both because I, I went up the morning, or afternoon after a session of the pub. I think I got to bed mm. about one. Met um, met a girl Beth who was like a whitewater kayaker staying at the Paddle Inn. And I think yeah. it was her idea, and she convinced me to go along. So we ended up talking and talking shit and drinking till yeah. So in the morning. basically, you chased a girl up the mountain. I thought you say that. That was your motivation. Wow, well, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got started about lunchtime, and you know, made it hungover and reaching to the to the footstool yeah. and stuff camp. But it was it was beautiful. It was so nice. Ah, uh, John, and it but was that's... one of those things. I. I I like I proper put it on a pedestal and I thought this is going to be like an absolute finale mission for me to do in Milford and I kind of wanted it to be perfect and the more I waited it just didn't happen I've, I've gutted it didn't happen like you know but I, I always wanted to do it and I, I will do it one day guaranteed you did it Absolutely. you were one of the people that I remember anyway who took advantage of the wilderness more than anyone else like you were yeah. on, like, you yeah. imagine Cascade but you used to just go on missions on your own quite regularly yeah, I just, uh, every now and again, I just go on like a little one-man mission, buy a few bottles of Magnus from the pub, and then, uh, like, Bowen, top of Bowen is my favourite place, because, I don't know, it's, it's, I felt, for me, that was the, the place that sort of made Milford for me, you know, especially after, like, Asher and, and, and Paul and Kate took me up, and I was like, oh, this place is sick. It's the pretty, prettiest thing I'd seen in my life, so, I'd, you know, why wouldn't I want to see it every day, like, you know, every chance I could get, so, yeah, it was, uh, Never the opportunity. I just yeah, buy a few bottles, grab some food from the kitchen, hike up to the top of Bowen, find a little campsite. Just and most of the time it was just my sleeping bag on some rocks that I put some ferns down underneath. 
spark mm. a fire up, drink myself into like a nice tipsy state, and uh, I usually just sing or play harmonica. <laughs> just, <laughs> just be on my own, like Perfect. just uh, yeah. Do you know, it's sometimes nice just to go out, so go somewhere and just be quiet as well, and just like don't realize the noises that the forest makes in the night, and especially the like the noises it makes in the morning as well. You know, the carcass yeah, and the birds. Yeah, it's mental. I remember. Um, Did you have any other favourite spots? Because you mentioned Bowen, you obviously went up there a bunch. But was there anywhere else that sort of stands out? Yeah, uh, I don't know if anyone's been there, but you know, like you go to the bottom of Bowen, if you actually cross the river and go onto the yeah. the rocks the other side, I had a lovely uh, little hammock spot there, and um, the water drops off quite deep. So like after all the boats are finished, I take a rod down there, and I go camping and like. You can wade out like ten meters or something, and you need like knee deep. Cast a rod out, and it drops to like seventy meter water, and there's heaps of blue cod down there. So I just go fishing down there, and just um, yeah. And it was the uh, I think it was Nandi, um, one of the guys who used to work for Real Journeys. The mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's from the Philippines. I like overheard yeah, yeah. him him and Jess go fishing down there. So I was like, oh, I gotta go and check this place out. And like I go down there and just like catch a bit of blue cod, just sit on the beach there and eat that. And then, um, but apart from that, my, my favorite place was the pools up by the Homer Tunnel. That yes. Because uh, nice. nobody knows they're there unless someone tells you they're there, like, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and, and it doesn't look possible, possible once. unless you know the way. Like. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I I was lucky enough to be shown where Port Bottle was on the Milford track. So, uh, yeah, I went to Port Bottle and... Um, Got, got like leather on port, put a bottle of port back in, and some kind person before me left the doobie there as well. <laughs> so I, just, I left one there after me. And like, it's brilliant, but like, didn't know it was there. I think, I can't remember who went with it now. I think it was um, uh, Barefoot Ben took me up there. And uh, we like. <laughs> Barefoot Ben. Barefoot Ben, yeah. <laughs> like, subterranean feet, man. Like, what? Just, no, if there was anyone in New Zealand who had hobbit feet, it was barefoot Ben. He could walk anywhere without without sandals, like you know. And uh, yeah, he was like, you know, you, you looked up the rocks, you see all this water cascading down the rocks. And he's like, oh, there's a rope here. Grab all of that, and then keep going. You'll see another rope. Keep going, and uh, let lo and behold, like climbed up, climbed up, getting smashed by all the water coming down. And then, like port bottle, port bottle point is like under the overhang, so you don't get wet. So when you're there. And you're above the tree line. You can see all of Lake Lake Edna, I think it is, um, with the trout. The trout and that is off the Milford track, and it was just uh, yeah, another another spot where like you go and you think, fuck man, there's only a handful of people to be in this place, like a very small handful, like you know, just uh, but in all honesty, I don't think there, I don't think there was a place in Milford you couldn't walk to and just be in absolute awe. It was just so right. good to know. Like, there's a reason why there's no TVs down there because you literally don't need one. You can look out the window any time of day, <clears throat> and it's just, yeah, it's nothing you'll ever see, nothing you can ever comprehend in your own little eyes. Like, you mentioned the the silence. I remember um, me and Asha. I'm sure you'll remember this. There was a like a me and him were working one night, and there was a, a lunar eclipse. I think it was yeah, yeah. a lunar or solar eclipse. Yes, and we yeah, took a. We took a couple of um, couple chairs, of and chairs and a couple of beers. A cu- couple of chairs in the pubs, or camping chairs that were lying around, and some beers in the pub. And we went down the foreshore, and we just like sat there and 
watch the eclipse and it was and the there fun. was no one else out it was so no, weird man because it was weird yeah, like full you, eclipse it was a big event everyone just went to bed oh it was so fucking yeah. weird it's like not once in a lifetime i suppose but once in a lifetime for where you were you know what i mean like to be so far mm-hmm. away from uh light pollution and, and, and artificial light and stuff like that and to to just say we literally had the whole four show I was, I was sure that it was good like why wasn't there a session that's what I think now yeah. it's like why yeah. did we not have a bonfire for a lunar eclipse day. like what a waste of like what shit druids we were basically yeah. <laughs> shit pagans <laughs> like remember being in the um, Southern Discovery's kitchen one night and like so just all of us tucking in eating food no problem like standard day Milford Next you know, the whole room just lit up like glowing orange. I'm like fucking, there's mm. a fire somewhere. There's got to be a fire or something. Just had a huge storm in Milford as well. Like that day, I think uh, Zach Paul's brother run in. He was like, "Boys, get out to the foreshore now." We like, "Oh shit, what's happening?" We're like, run down there. Place was glowing. Like this, I don't know what was happening, but just like that last bit of like weather that came through Milford with this with the sunset. It just lit the whole place up. I'd never seen it like a place look so orange and purple yeah. in the sky. It was like <laughs> it was like a like something like you like psychedelics. Like you know, it was just like yeah. absolute like. And we were like, fuck man! Like, and we looked around, and there was like maybe ten of us taking it in. There was one or two tourists on the foreshore taking pictures. There wouldn't have been twenty people there tops. And you're thinking, no one's gonna see this ever again. Yeah, like not bad. not this thing. They might see these colors, but not what we're seeing right now. And they're just like, wow, it was just uh Yeah. Well, we had like ridiculous. there might have been a bit of cloud, so it might have been like crystal clear, but it was like we could see it happening. But the, what mm. was mad was like a minute, thirty seconds, whatever, just before the the full eclipse. Like mm. the wildlife, just like you could always hear birds. Off, you could always hear birds in the distance, but it just went fucking hum- like cacophony of this, all these different bird calls. It was crazy. It was super as it, low. As it went full eclipse, wasn't it? Like as soon yeah. as the moon was totally gone, just every bird yeah. lost their shit. And then as soon as it started again, whoop, back to silence or back to the one or two. It was just from yeah. like nothing to crazy loud as if you're like in a football stadium, you know, where the fans are like, after a goal has been scored and then Boom, silence again. It was it was just yeah, it was just amazing. Like it was dead yeah. yeah, I mean I've seen I think I've seen an eclipse since or maybe before, but that was just and that was like at the height of <laughs> I'm sure he had downloaded an app about how to fucking communicate with aliens and shit like that through, med- <laughs> through meditation and through uh, lucid dreaming and yeah. stuff. So it was like fully into the whole I think what was it called the serious project or something it was called but like it was just yeah because <laughs> like, we'll if aliens. we do communicate with aliens it'll certainly be through an app yeah <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen Rick and Morty season 4 <laughs> episode yeah. 3 <laughs> I think it's episode 3 oh, yeah. it was, it's definitely one of the first more few more specific yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah developing an app but um, yeah, yeah it was yeah, you were. You were definitely one of the people who, like, Carlos was the same. Carlos would literally just go for a walk and he'd get to a tree that he'd seen before and instead of turning left, where he, like he did the last time, he'd just turn right, you know? And just, because yeah. you could, you could just explore. There wasn't any set tracks, any set trails. You could, and you yeah, took, I remember, well, there was um, obviously a few, but you took full advantage me, of that. Yeah, me and Pablo went out up uh, uh, Tutico, Tutico Valley. Mm. So we went up there and we're like, right, well, 
Just, just go for a walk. We're in the valley. As long as you've got mountains to oh, left or right to us, and we're walking up. As long as you're walking down, you're good, isn't it? You can't, you can't really get lost in the valley. As long as you go, you, know, you can kind of navigate yourself. We went in there, and it's like, yeah, trees, 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 carry on, carry on, carry on. Went a bit further, and I don't know if you've ever seen the, fi- the film Fern Gully, where it's yep. just like, it's just green everywhere. And, you know, like, it's just like you're in, just intoxicated by green you can't see anything but green like you know and it was just looked like a like a magical realm of a forest that had been made up in a disney <laughs> film or something and we we're like fuck man this is like this is, you know it's a pretty cool place and then we just hear this massive roar like come through the valley and we we're like fuck no there was an avalanche happening somewhere and we didn't know whether it was going to come down on us or whether it was like miles away from us because it was just echoing all through the valley I'm like fuck, fuck. What are you doing? It's like ah, this. Not much you can do. Just, just keep enjoying the green. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in both sense, yeah. both meanings yeah, of the word. <laughs> yeah, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't see above the trees. So you, know, you could just hear noise all around you. And if they decided to crumble down on us, then just made absolute peace to the fact. That, yeah, it could could be the time, but who gives a shit? Like fuck, fuck all you can do about it at that point. Yeah, <laughs> and they'd never find yeah. us anyway. So. It doesn't matter, like, <laughs> Well, if it was you and Pablo, there'd be barely anyone looking for you as well. Oh, Pablo, <laughs> man, it, was, it was so funny. It was like, we're going like, Pablo, like, fuck, we need, what a boy. What oh, my God. Just, just amazing. What a legend. Yeah, he's the only person I know who's, who's from a, a foreign country, moved to an English country, learned the language, and got worse and worse to, with his English the longer he lived there. It's so funny. But from, from day one, he is just, been Faku, he's always been Pablo. Ne? It's it's uh, enjoy and and that's it. There's no there's no the motto. Just have fun and see where it gets to. Like you know, lady, uh, la- that's a lady of the sounds winner, Pablito, back in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, Pablito, Pablito. <laughs> that's right, that's right. No. And, just, Wait, and he couldn't he, he couldn't speak a single word, pretty much of English. Then, no. Didn't he have like a fucking translator? Yeah, he when he was doing on stage. <laughs> Best burritos I've ever had, Pablo Queenstown. Oh god, what a chef! I'm not lying, right? This this is like God's honest truth, okay? Um Whenever I roll a burrito, when I make like tacos, I know tacos aren't the same thing, but burritos of fajitas and the gap. Pablo showed me a method of doing it in the kitchen, okay? And you can have a fajita, like that size. I know people can't see the size I'm making, but it's like a, literally a six-inch diameter circle circumference fajita wrap that I'm making, all right? Pablo could get half a pig in that, and he'd roll it so tight and compact that he'd fit it all in, and no juice would come out as you're eating it. And he showed me once, and I thought, wow, I've learned from the best, yeah? This is how you roll. And I was thinking, I tried doing it now, and I'm a carpenter. I'm good with my hands, but I cannot roll a fucking fajita like that. Oh, like, I was hoping you were gonna like tell me you could do it, so that the next no, time when we saw each other, it was gonna be like I need to know this. He's just, he's just like I remember shit like shit at that. <laughs> like when after after you guys left, now we, I was there for another season. There was another wave of boys like, and mm. it was like the it was like one of the nights you'd have like a like a fajita night or something. And Pablo would be there, and he's like. No, Pablo's like, he's like, yeah, man, I used to work on a burrito uh, uh, cart when I was in, back in Argentina, and blah, 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 and he's talking, and he's just rolled his wrap, and it's like, as thick as my arm, 
but only that big and thinking how have you, how have you got all that in there no like that's that's ridiculous and you think ah oh, yeah this tech is really good actually could never do it could never and it never it. falls out either none of it ever falls never out falls the back out. Never falls nothing out. just yeah and he can roll a good spliff as well I'll give him that He's, his rolling technique is down to a tea leg. <laughs> if you need anything rolled, he's the man for the job. <laughs> yeah. We just need to get him to learn his English better. That's that's all that we need, really. Ah, he's fine. <laughs> it, it adds to the experience. <laughs> it does. It's great. I love whenever I catch up with him on a, on a, something like a call like this, and I'm always like, God, yeah. I wonder if I'm going to be able to understand him this time. And every time I do, it's brilliant. It's like, I'm yeah, tuned oh, no, in yeah, exactly. I switch on the paddle mode. I know exactly how to understand him. Like, Even when I'm pissed um, or he's pissed. Like, cause, uh, when did we, he call me recently? Was it, it was Paddy's day? Yeah, it was St. Patrick's day. And I'd set out on my own little uh, bridge to bar. And um, he, he called me. He was in the moose, would have been in Tiano. <laughs> And then um, five he, he, off himself. Um, this yeah, this is exactly what he was gonna get to. <laughs> I I think I called him because yeah, I was having a Guinness. I was just sitting. I was like in the afternoon over here, so I just rang him because he was online, and he answered. Him. He couldn't hear me. He was like quite loud in there, and he went into the toilet. So he's obviously in the gents. He's chatting, and we're chatting away, and like he's pissed, but we can still understand. And then he just like goes to the door. Some other dude is in there with him. They no, there's two other dudes in there. Don't think they knew who Pablo was. Pablo didn't know who they were. And he, they're like, he's like, that guy's actually in, he's in Ireland. I wasn't, but anyway, he's Irish and he's in <laughs> Ireland. And they're like, oh, happy St. Patrick's Day, blah, blah. Then he goes to the door and there's like four chicks just stood at the door of the toilet, like waiting for him. It was fucking, obviously, <laughs> it was just hilarious. <laughs> and he's like chatting away and just, and then, yeah, it just got too loud, so he's like, right, yeah. go on, look, you enjoy I've, your night. I've never seen anyone on a night out where you will just go like, you go, oh, hey, hey, Chica, how's it going? And they go, ah, oh, fucking no. And, he, and no, some, some boys, it's taken them all night to get that confidence to talk to one person. Pablo has taken him a breath just to say that sentence. And then he just goes, <laughs> hey, Chica, how's it going? <laughs> 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 it's just like... Oh, someone, and, someone, and, will, you'll be chatting to one bird, and someone will walk past, another girl will walk past, and her hair will smell nicer, and he'll just yeah. literally, as you said, <laughs> just follow the, <laughs> follow yeah. the other. Well, hair. when me and me and Jules and my stepdaughter Ruby went out to New Zealand, I was like, oh, I want to see Pablo, and uh, he's living in the Padlon out in the, in the Tiana. Yeah, yeah, in Tiana, he's still there. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I know where it is. So I'll go and find him now. So I was like, I drove down there, and like. Pulled up outside the house, beat the horn, just seen like a girl's head pop over the window of the living room, and then just bolt for the bedroom. I was like, "Oh, fucking Pablo's up to his roll tricks again." And he, I was like, "Yeah, no, c- c- come, come in, come see Pablo. Like he's a really nice guy. He'll, uh, he's all, he's made some empanadas, definitely. Like now he'll, uh, he'll give us some food and everything." <laughs> so like put in there, and like Pablo's like peeled himself off the couch. Put a vest on, and like I haven't seen the guy for like maybe two years, but he, he acts like it. I saw him yesterday. He's like, "Oh, hey man, how's it going?" Blah blah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh shit, shit. Because uh, I, I, I had Ruby with us. She was like, she was ten at the time. He's like, "Oh shit," and he's like ramming all the stuff back in his rolling train <laughs> trying to get <laughs> off the table. Again. And then his and then his girlfriend or. Oh, 
the girl who's uh, like walks out in a, like one of Pablo's long t-shirts and I'm going fucking hell Pablo you knew I was coming you could have just set the place up a bit better for me to bring a family though can you like what are you doing man no nope. but <laughs> nothing's nothing's uh, nothing phases him is it he's like oh yeah I've been living here man he's like hey last night they made some empanadas you want some uh, takes over the road and that is what saved him because I went like and Ruby's quite fussy the fool I was like try these Argentinian pasties this way they are they are phenomenal with the capital pair have one of these <laughs> Eating, eating, eating. Yeah. Jill was like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, he's hell of a chef. I was like, yeah, he's a hell of a chef. <laughs> top track as well, but he's hell of a chef. <laughs> <laughs> he was but, supposed uh, to... This is going to turn into a podcast talking about Pablo. Actually, that's an episode, Ash, yeah, where you just get everyone to come on oh, and tell the, tell their Pablo story. It was easy, about four easy, hours yeah. long. But he, um, <laughs> too many we, of them. I've got too af- many of them. After we some left... Of the, some of them aren't right for other people's ears either. No, well... You just have to get his permission, but he won't remember him anyway. But he, um, anyway, anyway, yeah, <laughs> we he, we were in a. It was after we left, and we back here. I was in two thousand and fifteen, so about two years. Yeah, I was because it was November, so about two years after we left, we um went to Thailand, and we went to a, went to the full moon party. So it was me, Young Harold, and a, a few mates. And uh, we were in touch. Pablo was going to be there. Belen was going to be there. Anton was going to be there. Um, Josefina and uh, her man were going to be there. It was like, excellent. We're going to meet like loads of people from Milford. This is going to be class. So we're all at, keep texting all day. We were staying at Kosamui. Came over to Copanyang. We're all texting, texting. And like Pablo, just in and out of the texts, like not really keeping in touch. Typical yeah. Pablo. Man will show up late for his own funeral. Like, and then, um, Hundred percent. We uh we got onto the beach. We we're in the middle of the party. The others had said they were going to be a little bit late, but Pablo's like, "I'm on my way. I'm on my way." Nothing. So anyway, we meet. <laughs> we meet the other four. We were all on the beach. We're up on Magic Mountain having a mushroom shake, and then it's like, "Oh, let's just get off the beach a bit for quiet," because it's like Milford people, but it's all a bit too mental. Like mm. let's the group that were there were a bit more stoners, so let's just get off the beach and just like catch up and chat and, and stuff like that. So yeah, we went up and found a little place that was selling like bits of weed, so we just sat in there smoking and chatting. So we were there for hours, then we had to catch like a boat back to Kosamui about two, three o'clock in the morning. Pablo didn't show up for the whole fucking thing. He was on his he was in his hostel getting painted in fucking fluorescent neon fucking paint <laughs> by some German girl. So, so he decided to stay and get painted head to toe in fucking fluorescent paint rather than come and catch up with a group of five people that he'd known for two or three years and that he hadn't seen for two or three years. <laughs> but like we we'll end the Pablo oh. segment of our podcast. Yeah. So what's the rock story then? The rock, mate. This this rock, uh, probably um, maximum effort, the least gain. That's <laughs> 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 all I can say. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. We've like we've had a chat about this before, like off air, but uh, this rock was like something special to me. So yeah, my. Uh, my my dad came out to New Zealand back in two thousand and I want to say fourteen, maybe fifteen, and uh, we went on like a a grand road trip in New Zealand, you know, and everything. And there was this there was this moment where we 
not a moment, but a day where we went to um, the Haas Past. And uh, we went down to, like, I think it's called the Blue Lagoon in Haas, is it? What was it called? I'll, I'll take you your word for it. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't um, remember. I was, it's, there, it's, I was it's, there a month ago. Trek, trek in the woods, anyway. And I yep. was like, oh, we'll go and see the, like, go down here and I'll check it out. And, um, yeah, so, like, of all this floodplain, don't, like, all tourists stack, like, loads of rocks, like, to make, like, sculptures or whatever. It's like, yeah, all yeah. It's, just, it's just schist, 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 schist rocks on top of everywhere, like, that. And then I was like, looked at one rock, I've just seen this, like, green rock um, underneath all the schist. I was like, fucking hell, man, this is, like, this is green stone. It's definitely green stone because I knew there was a green stone like uh, route going through there. For all of you who don't listen, I'm a bit of a geology fanatic and I, yeah, I sort like, just love geology. So I was like, I know there's a green stone route going through here somewhere. See if I can find some green stones. So I've seen this green rock. I was like, oh my God. And this rock was the size of an average newborn baby, say, like, you know, like, 12 and a half inches, maybe 15 inches long, same width and everything like that, but weighed a shit ton. So I picked it up and I was like, oh my god, this is so smooth. It's green, it's solid. I was like, fuck man, this is like, this is like green stone. This is like, it's like prime rock. Like, you know, it's the best rock you can find in New Zealand. It's worth more than gold, I reckon. Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I've got to take this back to Milford, me. Like, got to, like, uh, and I know you're not supposed to be stealing greenstone and yada yada yada, but I was like, I would look hard for this rock. I, I'm a big rock fan. I'm having the rock, taking it. So yeah, <laughs> picked pick this rock up. And I was so paranoid that everybody thought I was stealing greenstone. I wrapped the blanket around it like it was a baby, and I carried it like a baby for about forty five <laughs> minutes through the woods <laughs> and the river. And I, I. I don't know whether I was more concerned that people thought I was stealing a rock than people who were concerned that I was a shit parent. Because <laughs> 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 who's going to carry their baby through the woods like that, like, you know? And just like completely like covering it, going, yeah, it's okay. Whenever we walk past people, I was like, yeah, you know, calm down, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Anyway, had this rock put in the back of the camper van, and me and my man were heading up to uh, Barry Town uh, on the west coast before we get to Greymouth. Gonna make some knives up there. Make like, some knives, yeah. Yeah, cool man shit. We're gonna do like, and I was like, yeah, we're doing this now. So I drove the camper van down to this guy's house where we were doing the knives. And he was like, we have done the knives and everything, I'll have a few beers at the end of the day. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I work in Milford, you know. And uh, he said, oh, if, if you guys are looking for something to do tomorrow, there's a, there's a jade carver up the road. I was like, oh, funny you mention it. I think I found a big block of, of jade, like green sun. Any chance uh, he can suss it out for me? And he's like, "Well, I can suss it out for you. There's there's loads of roots of uh, greenstone and coming through like the valleys. Like I I'll be able to tell you not if it's greenstone or not." So I was like, "All right then." So I brought my little baby in the court of the car, <laughs> showed it to the guy, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, mate, uh, don't want to break it to you, man. That's that's not greenstone." I was like, "Oh, oh no!" no. no. I've literally carried this for fucking ages, man. I'd like hurt to carry it, like you know. He's like, I was like, what is it then? Because it's really close to greenstone. He was like, yeah, you're probably about like maybe a thousand years behind the metamorphic line. It's it's serpentine. It's, it's it's like it's like the last stage the rock goes through before it gets like heated again and turns into greenstone. 
And he, I was just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. This is, this is like a good 25 kilo boulder of it, like. Basically a bag of cement. So you know, <laughs> kilos, like. And when you're carrying it, for, when you're carrying it for, for like, for 45 minutes, it, in a, like a braised baby position, it <laughs> plays havoc on you, like, you know. And like, <laughs> even like, I turned in the golem, like my man and like my man's girlfriend and my girlfriend at the time were all offering to help me carry it. And I was like, no, it's my precious. I'll carry it. No, none of you would have it. <laughs> like, I can't, if, if I've if I picked it up, I'm going to take it out by myself, like, you know, and wouldn't let anyone else touch it. And you know, he's like, yeah, the guy's, uh, it's not a serpentine. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, well, never mind. So I, I, I drove around New Zealand with this big rock in my van because it's just, just not really nice rock of it. It was nice and smooth. Uh, it had like a building ashtray as well. It was pretty like a little concave uh, section on it. So it had, like a nice little ashtray. You could like roll it around in different positions. One position looked like a dolphin with no head and no fins and no tail. If you could just imagine a board, you have a dolphin and no head, no fins, no tail. It's a solid so imagination. So a blob. Like, uh, yeah, a blob, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but with a curve. Blob with a curve. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> came came back to Milford after this road trip, and like my man, my man had gone, and I was just walking up, I my backpack one hand, still carrying this rock like a baby, in the other hand, like Mark straight into me. What the hell is that? Like, I was like, oh, it's my rock in here. He's like, Jimmy's my rock. I was like, no, it's literally my rock. I've, I've had this for the last two thousand miles across New Zealand. And, Picked it up, thinking it was this, and I've taken it around me, and it's it's my rock. Like no one's, is there. It's my rock, and I've claimed it. It's my rock, and uh, <laughs> it, just, it literally was such a pointless rock. The only thing it did was hold the door open or hold the door closed <laughs> for the magic memories because the handle was fucked. So if it was summertime and we'd all want to socialise, it would hold the door open. And if it was nighttime, we didn't want the keys getting in. It'll hold the door closed. That's the only purpose this rock had. <laughs> But it had a purpose. It, <laughs> it had a massive it's, purpose. It's honest like, work. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Even to the point where we tie a string around it and tie it against the door handle and pull it back because the keyers are that smart. They would just like push the rock, close the door. They could like tool and push the rock. Clever fuckers those keyers, man. <laughs> and then, anyway, so like, yeah. I had to fix the lock on the door and the rock kind of like lost its purpose as the door stopped. So I was like, oh, I'll bring it onto the porch and we'll just use it as like a nice, nice ashtray and put our feet up. And yeah. And then when I left Milford, I was like, right, this is my rock. I know we'll be back here again. I'm going to put it on the side of the Magic Remy's house. Mm-hmm. I, I dropped it on the side of the house. I was probably two years later, maybe a year and a half later, I went back. And you know, like I got to like, Milford Sound. Hmm. I didn't care about old friends or or the pub coming <laughs> out. I'd be lined to find this rock because it'd been like just been a part of my season, like you know, this green rock. And some someone nicked it. <laughs> the rock's gone. <laughs> like I don't know what done with the rock is. <laughs> like the guy from like, Barrytown knew it was actually Greenstone, so he drove <laughs> down <laughs> and he's he picked it up for himself. <laughs> <laughs> the first the first time I came back to New Zealand after leaving, or back to Milford after leaving, was probably about three, no, probably four years ago. Couldn't find the rock. I've been back twice since then. Once with Jules and, and Ruby, the last time in January. And we walked into uh, Milford, 
and um Mike uh Big Mike had like said like oh Ben's coming through now, keep an eye off Ben, whatever. He's working on the boards. Walked into the staff accommodation. It's not you usually get like most people going, Oh, who's this tourist? Why are you doing walk around here? Mm. Uh, there's a guy there I did didn't know, but he was like genuine enough. He's like, Oh, you Ben, yeah? I was like, Yeah, I'm Ben. He's like, Oh yeah, Mike said you're coming. I was like, Oh, Sanma, um just gonna go look for my rock mate. <laughs> Walked <laughs> straight past the guy. I couldn't find the rock. It's fucking gone, man. Someone's had it. It's such a good rock as well. So if if I could if I could find that rock, if I I would pay you to have that rock transferred to me because I don't know. It was just it was always there to rest my feet on. It was like on a hot day, it was always cool. On a cool day, it was always hot. It just it was just the rock of all rocks, man. Well, Ben, tonight we have a surprise for you. No way. Bring out the rock. We have the rock. Say hello, the rock. Uh, Oh, sorry, it's only the rock. I I promise then, I genuinely thought, Ash, I've been and found the rock. (laughs) I know it might have been April Fool's ever, and that's why I didn't get too excited. That's the best April Fool's ever. But do you know know if the rock Johnson just walked out, I'd have been gutted, I'd have told him to fuck off. I'd rather, I'd rather my serpentine rock. So if you're listening to this and you've picked up a, a big, beautiful lump of not quite green stone from outside we've the main memories house, yeah, we've, get in touch. It look, it, the thing is, though, it looks it looks like grey and scuffed, but when you put water on it, that's ah, what it turns yeah, green. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing rock. And the Magic Memories porch, which, by the way, is still standing with his pink fly net going around there, which I built a few nice. years ago because I was nice. there last year. It's still there. It's on the left-hand side of the house. So basically, if you're looking at the porch, it's on the left-hand side. And I'm I'm hoping, like, I don't know, in my wildest dreams, I'm hoping, like, a flock of kiwis, birds, have just, like, set up a civilization around this rock, take it into the bush, and they just worship a bit, like, you know, because, ah, what a rock, man. Just just that everything. It's everything you needed in a rock. There's a time traveller from... Who's like a thousand years ahead of you has come back in yeah. time to, to pick it up. Someone's mugging me off. It's probably me. I, I invented time a thousand years now and it's just, it's just me mugging myself off. My rock. <laughs> my rock. And that was my rock, man. I was like and it was just the it was just the the, the butt of all jokes, you know. It was just like uh ah oh, fucking our leg is tired. Ah oh, pass our shit rock over. Hey, hey, have it, have it. It's, the rock's always there for you, like, you know, have the rock. <laughs> can't can't um, hold the door open. Oh, the rock! Put the rock up there. Like the rock will hold the door open. Like, you know, it's just uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a part of my life for for a very very long time. As memories so, go, that is one of the best. That is a yeah. great story. Uh, and it's and it's not even a person. It's just a you know, and I'm a subject. It was just a great rock. <laughs> Well, there's a there's the title for this podcast anyway. It was just a great rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was I was gonna say before I'm torn between a rock for a baby or swing low sweet chariot. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, hello Gandalf, nice wand. We've just we've just covered so many fucking bases tonight. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I People are gonna like cut me. People are going to come for the Pablo stories, but stick around for the Rock story. Yeah. If I if I was any any type of salesman, which I obviously wasn't, because I couldn't sell photos, I could just except when you were pissed. Sell, yeah, except when I was pissed. 
I would have tried to solve that it was me who told Gandalf he had a nice wand, but I just couldn't take that glory away from the actual person who did it. That is too <laughs> funny to try and claim for myself. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. I I know Respect. full well if I if I was on that spot, I would not have come up with the same same thing. Like I wouldn't have thought that far out the out the bag. I would probably just to be honest though. To be oh, honest, it does sound better in a Welsh accent. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to see my rock? <laughs> and he would have said no, and he wouldn't even bothered. But imagine Gandalf did see my rock, and then I could carry the rock around with me and go, yeah, see this rock? Gandalf seen this. <laughs> you, you would have definitely started calling it yeah. your precious then. My precious. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> it's there somewhere. I even like dug through all the ferns last time I was there. I was like, fuck, it's got to be with somewhere. No, who the hell is going to take a rock? And it's, it's gone. There's no rocker. Like, well, you did. No rocker. Yeah, I took it because it, no, <laughs> it was mine. You know, it was my rock. It shone out to me. Who takes yeah. a rock? Now, to be honest, have you ever used the rock as a pickup line from the pub to try and wiggle the girl back up to the Magic Memories crack den? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, it wasn't that impressive. Nah. <laughs> yeah. He's looking happy. at he's looking he's looking at that now through jade tinted glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my, I don't know, my, you know that that woman Carolyn I was talking about to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I, when I told her that I was leaving, her grandfather. I'd, ho- I'd always had like a massive lump of green stone in his family and she cut off she went to like a jade jeweler cut off like 10 segments of this green stone gave me a massive piece of it Amazing. had it blessed and had the other 10 pieces blessed and said this is yours and these are your nine to give out to like the people you love you know and I was oh, like wow. I was like wow like why are you giving this for and she's like because I didn't have a son and like you're, you're my son, so this is your green stone to take with you. you know? So I had like nine pieces of green stone. I gave them out to Louis, gave them out to Mark. Um, yeah, so like, so that, that rock was my, even though it wasn't green stone, it was my little piece to give to give back, like, you know? or to yeah. snatch and grab and take and, and cover. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, nah, it was, um, but uh, on top of like, no, you were talking earlier on about like best missions. Anita, my first Anita Bay mission was nice. probably the uh, best yeah. mission. I, I think realizing it, like thinking back now, because I forgot about it, it's just it was the best mission ever. Yeah. Mark Buckland took me out kayaking with his mate, uh, Dan from Christchurch, and uh, another Japanese guy, Akira. And uh, I think it was Hillary and Damo. Uh, from the Mariner, and we like we literally kayaked. Oh, we got dropped off at Sterling Falls by the uh, Seeker. So the <laughs> Seeker drops off Sterling Falls. We kayaked beneath the bay, got there, and this Dan guy was like, You want to drop some acid? I was like, What? Like, <laughs> this, oh, I don't, I don't know what to say. I've never, I've never thought about <laughs> Ma- it before. Like, Marry me. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I was like, but I've never even like touched any like that sort of like psychedelic stuff before. He's like, "Don't draw some acid." I was like, "He's like, listen, man, you're in a you're in a good spot to do it. Like, you know, we're all here, we're all safe. Like, mm. we're Pretty all gonna be safe, on the same yeah. trip. It's like, if you want to do it." And I was like, "Do you know what? 
I I I fucking will. I will. I'll do it. I'll do it, it would have been it would have been pretty shit if you were the only one who hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like they so know what they need to be while the rest of them are on it. <laughs> you know, like do you know, the do you know the best thing about the only person that didn't do it was a Japanese guy called Akira, uh, who was dance, which is the guy's made from Christchurch, and like mm. no one's gonna pressurize into it. He was he was yeah. totally happy to be there, like you know. So he's like, yeah, so man. But no one told him we were doing it as well because we didn't want him to know either. <laughs> but like, we all went from like fucking zero to ten in like you know two hours, and this guy just didn't have a clue what was going on, and we just like, <laughs> like <laughs> all right. So when I when I open up my photos on my phone, you know you have like the whole albums of whatever pictures you take and go straight across there. I've got I've got a neat Bay mission. And the the picture for that album is a penguin with his face buried in between two rocks. <laughs> like uh, it's funny, like, but when when we were out there with, with Mark and all that, we would like Yeah, we all dropped the tab and we'd all like coming up and tripping balls and then we we'd like we stood in a circle and we just like oh, let's just pass the split round because and we were passing whiskey around as well just to like help us all get through the day, like, no, it's, it's all Level good. But anyway, we, like, we were, we were tripping so much, we were in a circle, a penguin came out of the water, walked up the beach, kind of joined the circle, and, like, the spliff came from this side, so I went, oh, cheers, mate. And, you want some, pal? And it was the penguin standing next to me. <laughs> and the penguin froze because it was it, it literally didn't it came from behind a rock and walked into a circle of like what he assumed was predators but it literally just froze I was like what's with me because I didn't clock it was a penguin I just <laughs> just seen a figure in and his penguin walked off okay just carried on walking I, I think Mark was standing to the right of the penguin. I went, fucking ignorant bastard. Give it to Mark. Give it to Mark Buckland. And then, like, it went round a bit. And then it took us about maybe five minutes to assess. He turned and went, fuck, man, was that a penguin? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a penguin. Like, perhaps it was a penguin. So, like, by the time you assessed it was a penguin, we seen the penguin waddling off up the beach like just as penguins walk walking up to the to the shoreline <laughs> we all walk behind this penguin like penguins like doing the and like I'm afraid not to laugh because I don't want to make a baby but oh, fuck man I was I was weak laughing <laughs> I knew what was going on I was like we're all falling penguin but it just feels like the right thing to do and we follow this penguin and this penguin, I mean, is like the emerging point where these two rocks had like fallen on top of each other. It was like it went into a V, and this penguin just like walked into this V and just put his head the furthest away from us as it could. So the body was still facing us, but it was just blatantly ignoring us. And like Mark was like, no, we were all like a few yards back. He's like, that's a pretty, pretty fucking rude penguin, eh? He's just not even like. Don't even acknowledge him. We just like penguin our way up the beach to like have a have a have a chat with him. Like turned around to me as if I was like talking penguin talk. I was like, yeah, like what a what a rude penguin. Like I can't believe he's just ignoring us. Like, you know? but 
Anyway, my point is like when you have the photo and you open up your photo album on your iPhone and you have the scroll of albums to the left, the one on my top right corner is the Need the Bay Mission one and it's the penguin is the front cover of it with this fucking back to this wall. And every time I look at my photos, so I'm going like, oh, you pull up a photo. Well, yeah, I pull it up and I pull up it up and it shows all the photos. I go, <laughs> and uh, oh, you laugh now. I go, no, there's no point explaining this to me. You won't understand it. It's just funny to tell me. Just wait for my podcast in a few years' time and you'll yeah. hear the story. I'll, uh, I'll send you the picture. Man. Yeah, this, I was just going to say, yeah, you're going to yeah, send too. that over. And the day before we release this, right? So everyone listening now will know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> but I'll just put that up and I'll say, Ben's episode released tomorrow with just that picture of the fucking penguin. Yeah. And no one have a clue what the hell is going on. And, uh, <laughs> I don't John, John, have, you got, have you got a photo of the rock you can send through as well? Oh, I don't know if i got a photo of the rock. I'll have a check. What? It, I know, it's, it's, you better get yeah, on to Mark Honey. Yeah, but see this, if Mark this, or Louie or any of them have a picture. This, this rock was yeah. before I had a camera phone. Like I didn't, I didn't have a camera phone in Wilford. I had like a digital camera with a shitty SD card, which I you lose so many of them when you travel in. It wasn't like a, I didn't have an iPhone or anything. I just had a burner phone, pretty much. For but, selling um, rocks. Yeah, but man, this this fucking rock was uh, the penguin. Sorry, was was so funny and like. This guy Dan right from Christchurch, like legend of a blog, he went uh like as he was starting to get dark, he was setting up loads of cameras around on the bay. I'm like, How are you doing? He's like, Don't worry about it. Uh like the trip isn't over. Once the all these lights come on, he and he just took slow uh time lapse shots of the of the, the evening. And we were setting up fireworks and having fires and like you know, the, like the core larger photos he put together that night just represented the whole day, like just the colour scheme and everything was happening. It's like, yeah, it's so funny. Like, the weirdest thing we had was we just had a stick, loads of broken branches on the end of a stick, and all just like when you're tripping, you're just taking in the views. And then someone would just walk over the stick and put it in your eye, like, and shake the branches. And you kind of go, oh my god, amazing. <laughs> it was just there. We did it. Um... We did a mission out, and we'll have to wait and see if we can get Craig or um, Morgan on. But uh, we did a, a mission on um, Stewart Island, me, Craig, Carlos, Morgan, and um, a couple of friends of his. And we did a mission out to some beach that he's obviously lives, he's from Stewart Island, and took us out to this random beach, pretty much like in East Bay, but somewhere on um, Stewart Island. And yeah, we did the same, drops of acid and just... Yeah, I mean, I'll save it for another time, but it, it sounds like a very, very similar experience. We didn't yeah. have the, the nature experience, but we certainly had a had an episode where I was just lying there, just taking it all in and this, just staring up at the sky and the stars started to form like yeah. a shape of a face I, in 3D and it looked like it was the fucking shape of God, face of God or something. It was just, yeah. It's, and I like, like uh, fully thought that like the, the swell of the waves were controlling my breathing. <laughs> it's like <laughs> and the water was so calm I was like oh I'm just like blowing the sea out like well, I've, go away go away sea I've only um, and I think this is this is I mean I, my, I know my old man and my brother listen to this so this would be interesting but the there was nowhere safer like I haven't done any psychedelic drugs anywhere no same never, never I mean I'd have absolutely no problem doing them over here with, especially with you 
because um, I think it's who you're with, where you're doing it, all that sort of stuff matters yeah. as much as mm-hmm. what you're doing and how much of it, you know? Like, once you, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but once you respect what you're doing and you decide, I'm not doing it just to get wasted, I'm doing it to see what it does, yeah. you know? And doing it with the right people in the right place, is, is, that's all it's about, really. And there was a yeah. couple of times I remember we did it at the ball that time, actually, the first ball that I was there for. And I'm sure we were in <laughs> yeah. the we were in the the back in the, the, the common room in the, the in Southern Discoveries accommodation and there was music on and there was just like feeling the music and all that sort of stuff. And I remember doing it then and the that time in, in Stewart Island and there was another time where we took it with caps and mushrooms and stuff and it was like you just never felt like you were out of your comfort zone. You were so comfortable. No. You knew someone mm. was watching you, watching your back all the time. Like I tell it, you, uh, it was for anyone it, who was ever actually who was listening to this, who was never done them, or who is considering doing it. Like it's not a recreational thing. You just gotta find no. the right people in the right place because it, it it's life changing. It it's absolutely life changing. I did it on a party day walk once because I was yeah. in. Uh, yeah. I, was work, I worked. I worked in the Rhythm Arts Festival and like. Someone like was like, Oh, do you wanna try like a tab? I was like, Oh yeah, go on, I'll try half like 'cause I was working and didn't wanna like <laughs> didn't wanna get too wrecked, like so I was working behind the bar. So I took it, I was like, Fuck man, like I've taken half and it feels like I've taken like three, you know. Just meant, not that I've ever taken three in my life, but I was just like absolutely blown away. So then the parties they walk in was in Milford and I was like, Oh I kept going back just to like take it in. I think I was the last person getting back to the parties they walk just because I was just so in awe of the the canopy, I, and it just turns it just turns everything into HD, doesn't it? I I could swear I could see like a cicada in the tree like fifty yards away, like you know? But um, yeah, like you said, Shiggy, it's, it's one of the ones you you want to do around people you trust, and no one's gonna like freak you out though, like or ah oh, like, do you know do you know what you guys? didn't didn't get which I'm guessing you didn't get was after the bar closed and there was a lot of raves set up in Tahiti. Yeah, well I remember oh, people spoke about that quite a bit actually. Yeah, oh man. my god. Yeah. They were like oh, they were they were someone else man. Like when I went to um I think it was a guy called Joe from the Lodge. like great guy. Really into his like drum bass, like great in the decks. Uh, and it was pretty much as soon as the bar was closed like we have to make our own fund, innit? Like um, yeah, you can make your own fund outside like accommodations and everything, but fundament fundamentally like the fun you wanted to have was when there was no bosses looking down on you. And it was like when the first rave set up Little Tahiti and we were like, Oh yeah, we go down there and like thought it was gonna be shit. We got a few drinks in the staff area and like getting drunk before we went there. Alright, then we pull up and see what's happening. Got there like ten, eleven o'clock at night and like the subwoof was set out, lighting was set out in the middle of the field, and it was like, as soon as the car pulled up, everyone just burst out the doors, run straight in the field, like great, absolute great night. But the best bit of it was, the same amount of people were there in the evening were back the next day to pick up all the bottles and the rubbish, mm. and just like. No, we knew we knew we couldn't take the piss. We knew we had a good night, but we had to like look after the area, and yeah, it was just. Uh, and that was that was that was the good thing about Milford. It's like an, it's the only place I've seen like a community come together. Like you know, you frozen there, shaky on my screen. 
No, no, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. All right, okay. He's just very, very still. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, man. That that community kind of spirit and everyone looking after the place. Yeah. It's, I need, and um, to be honest, guys, if if I could say anything, not that I want to finish the interview, but if I could say anything about Milford, is that Milford is a place that I was absolutely devastated to leave, like really gutted to to leave from, but a place same time that I feel so lucky that I can remember because there's only a handful of people in the world who's ever felt what we had in Milford, like you know. And they wouldn't. And I know full well from the people I've met, not from the people I met, but the friends I've had that I meet up every year back over this side of the world. We all talk about Milford. As soon as we get together, it's the first thing we bring up. There's always something we bring up about Milford because it is like literally, it's people like us paradise now. Yeah. And Nick, I was there. Sorry about that. I just, my, I've got the baby monitor in front of me. So I just. Yeah, no, no, so shiny. You've got a baby um, monitor. But um, the what what you said there is something that's come up quite a bit, and it's it's actually worked out well. It leads us in. I know you said like I mean we could talk about this for hours, but it leads it right in, and I think I probably know the answer, and Asha does as well. But it leads into how we like to end most of these, is if you could push a button and go back and do it all again, um, magic button. Would you push it Rick and Morty style, to go back to a reference you raised earlier? Would you would you push it, and would you change any of it? Nah, definitely not. When Milford was my Milford, it's the only Milford I've ever be is my Milford. And your Milford is your Milford. And actually, your Milford is your Milford. Like, I think we all had our own perfect imp- imp- interpretation of what our place was. And, um, yeah, and what, what, what I thoroughly, like, believe about Milford was is, like, it just brought people who were a little bit more weird than the other people together, <laughs> like in in the best in the, in in the best way, like you know. <laughs> yeah. But like there was like, ah, uh, it's it's so hard to put a finger on it. But like, like we can we can all talk about us three you now. We could talk about a individual person about Milford, and we could say what that character brought to us, and we we'd all agree on it. Like whether it be us three or whether it be twenty people, and then we bring up another person towards another twenty people or wherever the community was, two hundred people, and he'd be like, Oh yeah, we we liked Asher because not because he's Asher, but because he has such a, a sort of caring, open heart to like bring people in. Brilliant guy. We like Shaky. Why do you like Shaky? Ah, oh, because he's he fucking gets his pants done whenever he can, every opportunity. Like, you know, there's little quirks about people <laughs> that you wouldn't be able to. I'm not, not saying that's your defining moment of shaky at all. Like, you know, you've got a lot more to offer than that. Like, but but it was, it was, there was little things about people that everybody within that community understood. Yeah. And there, and there was no judgment on it whatsoever. Was there? It was, it was nothing. You, you could be a fucking, I don't know. It could be anything. You could be anything you wanted to be in Milford. Yeah. It's like joining yeah. a circus. <laughs> but but nobody cared. And we were all getting paid. And the best thing we all realised is that we weren't there for the money. We were just there to be in absolute awe and bliss of the place where we were. Because none of us in our lives will have a job where we look at the window and we see that ever again. No. 
No. Well, Asha might, because the prick still lives over there. But, um, <laughs> Asha, yeah, <laughs> well, you oh, and me, I'll, Ben. I'll and visit, but as far as me and Ben, me and Ben need to fucking, and I, I don't think this is a hard sell, but we need to move to North Wales, mate, and we need to set oh, up our I own. Know, little, we need to set I up know. our own little, um, biz, we need to set up a business in North Wales. Cause, I've been exploring a lot of Pembrokeshire the last few months, man, and that's, yeah, that's pretty gorgeous. sick. Like, it's yeah, so gorgeous. good. Yeah. Pembrokeshire is like West Wales, for you don't know. And yeah. For you in New Zealand, North Wales looks exactly like New Zealand. Yeah, it's the South Island in, in its own yeah. small little small yeah. little chasm yeah. of like you've got the Snowden Mountains, you've got the there's a lot of zip yeah. like Queenstown same sheep, of the same North. Hills, same rock type, same everything. Yeah. Just not on the same scale. Uh, same rugby. <laughs> same rugby, yeah. Although our rugby shit rugby and they got like world class rugby. And what do you had about six nation champions, mate? You can you can put yeah, that it out wasn't, there. It wasn't okay. Grand Slam, it wasn't Grand Slam, was it? Fucking French no. going there. No, no. Well look but that's Wayne Barnes fault and we all know New Zealand hate Wayne Barnes, so there we go. See? Same rugby. <laughs> but um look, we, we're gonna do this again. Like I I always say, like, oh we could chat for hours at the end of a podcast, which we could, but and we are definitely going to do this again because I can think off the top of my head at least two other stories we could go into for at least another hour. Mm. And yeah. uh, but, but before we, we finish, can I just, can I just chuck yeah. on a little something extra? Crack on. Um, that that first year at Milford, um, fully like, not sound like all pussy about it, like, but like. <laughs> uh, the, the people I was with the mill for that first year, like within my working quarters, V, Haley, Mark, little Haley, Napoleon, who's just got big, engaged. Congratulations! Big congrats to Haley. Yeah, big yeah, congrats. yeah, congratulations. Caitlin and and me and Louis, because Louis came in later on. Those same people at my first season. You guys all had a massive impact on me, but I was working with these people and living with them at the same time and not getting any part and not getting any time away from them. They absolutely made Milford and they put Milford on such a big bit of a pedestal because their personalities that like hats off to all them guys, like you know, they fucking nailed it. And I hope they're all doing really well out in the world right now. They seem and, uh, to be, yeah. man. Everyone you named there seems to be doing do, seems yeah. to be doing really well. And Good I think we said it earlier on, but um V, we're speaking to V in a couple of nights and we've got um Haley, we're speaking to Haley next week on Wednesday. So um yeah, that's that's gonna be really interesting. Good to catch up with both of them. And then um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll we'll speak to Mark at some point and and uh, and, and his wife Julia will yeah. speak to both of them. It's crazy, man, yeah. Is it is yeah. If only there was like a, a Milford tattoo that we could all have that we could all share with Milford experiences. With, like, yeah. Cheers, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> but um, look, Ben, mate, it's been amazing. We'll get you on again because it's been so good. And I know because I mean we see each other all the time. And what you said about Mark and Louis and whenever you boys all meet up, same with you and me. When we meet up, Milford doesn't it isn't five minutes away from a conversation. Nah, you know, man. it's just oh Ben, how's the kids? Yeah, the kids are great. Anyway, so Milford stories. Like yeah, so it is what it is. Back but, to um, it. Back to it. <laughs> back to it. This is why we're here. We know why we're here. But uh, yeah. thanks so much, Ben. And yeah, we'll definitely do this again. Ben Williams part two. Cheers, boys. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Never a show. Cheers, mate. Good luck. That was Ben Williams. Cheers, Ben. <laughs> Another cracking episode, but I think one of the ones where I laughed the most by far. I mean, it, it'll it be long before I forget about uh, Gandalf's wand. 
and uh, The Rock. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as usual, we just end with a bit of uh, admin. Um, make sure you check us out on Facebook and on Instagram, um, the Milford Sound Podcast on Facebook and at the Milford Sound on Instagram. Uh, if you have any uh, suggestions of who you think we should interview next, please do do let us know. Stick them up on the Facebook page, Instagram, or you can email us at the Milford Sound Podcast at gmail.com. Um, huge thank you to Killian Keaton for the wonderful intro that he's done for us, as always. And... Um, a massive, massive thanks to the lads of left or right for allowing us to use their team song, uh, Frozen Cat, off the album Buzzy. So um, I know Asha was at uh, Feastock. If anyone else was there, please share some pictures on, on Facebook and that. But if not, um, try and catch it next year because it is a wonderful experience. Um, but yeah, to get some of their stuff, check out Left or Right. Uh, it's uh, leftorright.bandcamp.com. Come and uh, we'll see you guys again soon for another great episode. Thank you. That was great. <laughs>